0: of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Great to be here with you today, and I'm excited that you have joined in uh, to listen and uh, hopefully gain something as we discuss matters of worship, theology, and culture, and I am continuing in a series today that is on liturgy, the benefits of liturgy from a free perspective, And, and it centers around declaring the full counsel of God. And so this week I'm going to discuss the third benefit, and that is intentionality. And uh, so it's been a couple of weeks since I've done this. I've been busy the past couple of weeks. Um, I've been writing writing some music, recording some music. I have uh, put together three albums that hopefully will be out soon. Uh, Two of them are EPs. One of them is Songs from the Pews, Volume 4. And if you know my love of hymns, then you've probably uh, heard the other three volumes, uh, Songs from the Pews. And these are hymns that have impacted me in some sort of way in my life. And uh, it's very simple. It's just stripped down to just piano and vocals. And uh, so this is volume four. Uh, Hopefully that will be out on streaming services soon, Spotify, uh, Amazon, iTunes, whatever you want to use, YouTube. YouTube. And then I recorded another EP uh, called More Than Away, which will probably give way to a lengthier album in the future. Um, This is not uh, gospel music. (laughs) It's not bad music, but it is not gospel music. It's stuff that I would use, uh, you know, in my gigs and coffee shops and restaurants and those types of places. And uh, so this is also an EP. And then I also have an album that will be out soon called. Uh, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, uh, and, and I have recorded um, three volumes, and so this is the fourth volume of that. This has 15 tracks, and so that will be out soon. So so I've been busy recording and getting this stuff together, and then on top of that, preparing these podcasts. And so I'm going to continue today talking about the benefits of liturgy from a free perspective and we're going to discuss intentionality in worship. Intentionality uh, is surely required for worship to be pleasing to the Lord, and without intentionality, churches risk human motivation, selfish desires and false t- uh, false teachings through worship practices. How many times have you been in a worship service or have you seen a video of a worship service and somebody said something that didn't just it just didn't quite sit right with you? And perhaps it was not purposeful. Perhaps um, they didn't mean to instigate some sort of uh, confusion or false teaching. Um, But that was what happened because they didn't start speaking with intentionality. And um, intentionality ensures that we are saying the right things. But for an intentional approach to occur, an intentional method needs to be employed. Even in a free tradition, a useful method is liturgy. Whether utilizing a historic liturgy or a liturgy adapted for contextual reasons, liturgy is the link between intentionality and planning. And despite humanity's vast imperfections, God's standards are matchless in demanding perfection. And so Christians should strive for excellence in all worship practices. What is lacking And our imperfections is filled by the power of the Holy Spirit and the mediation of Jesus Christ. And so, on a biblical, a a spirit-led, and a historic basis, liturgy provides an avenue for local churches to rightly declare the full counsel of God in an intentional manner. So, there are three imperatives I want to get into when I'm talking about intentionality and its benefit in utilizing liturgy. And again, I've mentioned this example before. How many times have you been to a so-called Bible-believing church and the only scripture you hear is the sermon text, and that's it? Since worship should be biblically based, God's people may experience the benefit of intentionality by employing liturgy, which is by nature biblically based. Number two, regarding the, the link between intentionality and plan and planning. Um, liturgy contains a spirit-led basis. As already referenced, the leadership of the Holy Spirit is not limited to spontaneity but instead includes all faucets of leadership. Moreover, I contend that the Holy Spirit's leadership most often comes through planning. Okay, For centuries, the same Holy Spirit that guides Christians today guided the church and her leaders in crafting worship dialogues that declare the full counsel of God. So liturgy has been led by the Holy Spirit for centuries and continues to be relevant to God's people today. In other words, the Holy Spirit still uses liturgy and guides local churches in crafting worship dialogues that that declare the full counsel of God. Lastly, liturgy contains a tested basis. Said another way, the church has utilized liturgy for centuries and has therefore been able to sift through any glaring or even even seemingly minuscule errors. Again, seemingly because they are not insignificant. But the church has been able to sift through those so that the result now is a spirit-led and church-tested product that is free of human errors. The historic parts of liturgy that persist today have been used by the church for centuries and have come from much prayer and scrutiny from God-honoring giants of the faith who desired precision and clarity in worship. So liturgy is built on a basis that has been tested. Liturgy rests solidly upon a biblical basis, a spirit-led basis, and a tested basis, The timeless Church of God, of which Christians today are a part, has employed liturgy for centuries and in a way that is not irrelevant, but rather transcends time and always has a connection to the people of God. While methods have been adapted, the message and timeless truths still resound. And so even if free traditions Even free traditions benefit to utilize the historic liturgies that exist so that the full counsel of God is declared in a mystic connection with God's people throughout the ages. So intentionality, it's a benefit and a mandate for the people of God. Of the benefits liturgy provides to even free traditions, perhaps the most significant is that of intentionality, which is probably why I have mentioned that word over and over again these past few weeks. The word intentionality has already been mentioned copiously, and right doxology requires intentionality. Liturgy is the vehicle for such an intentional approach to occur. Unless God's people resort to their inevitable imperfection as a feeble excuse to flippantly approach God in worship, liturgy should be understood as a spirit-led tool with a biblical and historic basis. How a local church plans their worship gatherings is telling of their view of God and his supremacy. Liturgy is useful to free traditions in that it intentionally provides a way for God's people to accurately declare the full counsel of God. Local free churches, therefore, would benefit from employing some form of liturgy to ensure right doxology in their context. And again, I'm not saying that if you do not utilize a historic liturgy, it is wrong. But I think God's people need to be intentional about how they approach worship liturgy exists as it's already there i mean that that's honestly less work for god's people but you're ensuring yourself a quality product you're ensuring yourself that you are going to approach god rightly not flippantly and so intentionality is a a significant benefit of liturgy even in a free tradition certainly liturgy can be adapted it can be modified I know the church I used to serve in was um uh, most recently was a free tradition it was a Baptist church and I often employed liturgy but what I did was I did so in such a way where oftentimes God's the people in the church didn't even know what was <laughs> that I was employing it it was intentional and we focused on the themes and the scriptures that existed in the revised common lectionary but uh, people didn't know that was what I was utilizing, and they don't have to. But you as a leader have the responsibility to be intentional about how God's people worship him. And so liturgy is a is a, a marvelous way to um, approach God intentionally. And intentionality is a significant benefit of liturgy even in a free tradition. Thank you for listening today. I hope you've gained something out of this. And so I do want to thank you for listening to the Act of Worship Podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones.